Yo, what's up everybody? This is JJ Martinez. And this is Beauty and the Beast Mode episode number. In a little bit of moonlight. Blame it on the boogie. I don't know. It's not how it goes, but it's Michael Jackson. It's Michael Jackson. At least that's what I was going for. Blame it on the moon. Sound like moonlight. Blame it on the boogie. Steal my sunshine. Won't you steal my sunshine? It's not won't you steal my sunshine. Is it won't you steal? Would you steal my sunshine? It's like LFO or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Was it LFO? LMAFO. Oh, yeah, that's right. Did LFO become LMAFA? What? What are we even talking about? Yo, man, what's up, brother? Yo, we literally do have the the sun set. Uh, it's like the sun going down. Wow. Wowzers. Did you like the duet that they did? Or did you like Elton John's version better? Are we talking about L- MFAO right now? I sang a different song, sir. <laughs> but what, what duet are you referring to? El, you said Elton John, and then you said duet. George Michael. Oh, they did that as a duet? Sun going down on you? Or was it just Elton John? Do you know there's an Elton John movie coming out called Rocket Man? Rocket Man! With the kid from Kingsman playing it. Do you know, like this, he, he's the new hot thing because he's in that, he's in Robin Hood. He's in like a whole slew of movies that are coming out. Yeah. Yep. yep. Jamie Foxx plays the new Morgan Freeman. Nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like that too. It's funny, right? How Hollywood gets on something when something takes off. I heard the first movie that he was in was Sing, which is a cartoon. Yes. Huh. Do people is it is is it offensive to call it a cartoon? Yes. <laughs> hey, let's ask Pixar. In uh, pardon me, sir, but in the voice acting world, it would be an animated feature. Oh. Really? If you could if you could be a cartoon in, or an animated um figure uh how would what would it be? Like how would they how would they how would they build out the character of Big Jeff as an animated figure? No, like not not you, like an animal, a robot, like whatever, what would it be? Like an evil character in a, in a, in a kids movie. yeah, in a kids movie. Yeah, so like Will Ferrell, <laughs> it's like what's that rated R animated movie? Do they have those, bro? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> it sucked. I went to the theaters to see it, and it sucked. Well, I gotta be honest. Yeah. But is he a comedic actor or is he a comedian? You know what I mean? Well, he's a comedian. Just kidding. 
I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, I don't personally. Honestly, don't even know. I don't know if he's ever done like. I don't know if he's done. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that either. Right? Because it seems like he was acting really early on. Right? He was in uh, Freaks and Geeks and all that stuff. Well, maybe, maybe he was, right? Maybe that's how Judd Apatow put him on in Freaks and Geeks. Maybe he was out there doing stand-up or something. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Anyways, no offense to Seth Rogen, bro, but, you know, uh, uh, moving right along. So, what would, what would you be? What would they, how would they draw you? I would definitely uh, be the size of that, what was that, the big six? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, right. So what would you be? What would you be, and what would I be? If they did a cartoon, an animated feature on us two, what would our characters be? Come on, man! You're leaving dead space in between the question and answer. Ah, so okay, you could be a Viking, okay? Yeah, like Thor. Thor got a short haircut at, at some point in one movie, right? Okay, so you're a Viking, and then what? What would you have me as as your sidekick? Don't say a mouse, mother, because I'll throw this coffee on you. <laughs> what would a Viking sidekick be? Oh, okay, okay. All right, so woo the Vikings. Woo, woo the Vikings. Maybe that owl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goo. I don't know. Anyways. All right, man. Oh, yeah, so we can't do that. Can't do that. That already exists. Uh, maybe. Um, man, I asked you what you would envision me to be. Um, maybe uh, a Viking. So I'm trying to think what a Viking, and maybe maybe I'd be like a No, this is an animated feature, man. It's for kids. What it? <laughs> okay, so so we have so we have uh, different abilities, as we're trying to say. So now we like now like you bring something to the table, and I bring something to the table. Okay, all right. So you have your Viking strength and all of that, and then I would have something else. All right, some kind of ability as your sidekick, as your partner. I wouldn't characterize it as that. What runs fast? Maybe like a ferret. Maybe like a ferret. Like, like in what? What's the what's the throwback movie? What's the throwback movie with the ferret? You know, it's not Big Trouble in Little China. There's a little ferret running around everywhere. No, there's a little ferret running around everywhere in the movie. Is it is it a mongoose in the movie? Oh. No, we're not. I'm not talking about cartoon now. I'm talking about a movie. There's a ferret. Is it Indiana Jones? Oh, man, it's going to be bugging me now. Oh, it's going to be bugging me. There's a little ferret 
like oh, it like steals bags. It like knows what to do. It's like a oh man. You don't know how to ask the question. What question would you ask Google right now? Anyways. Yeah, it's the Beastmaster. So don't tell me I don't know how to Google. <laughs> well, what did you what did you Google to get that? Oh yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, yeah, the Beastmaster. And the Beastmaster controller. Who was the Beastmaster? Who I don't know who it was. Is it? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. What? I was just gonna say V, yeah, yep. Okay, yeah, that's right. So you'd be a super fast ferret. Super fast what ferret. Would be your ability? I'd be fast. Okay. See now I'm like now I feel like I'm in Five Ogles West or something like that. You know. <laughs> Anyways, you get to be a person, and I gotta be an animal. So Jeff. That's your own doing. I had you as a shallow desquad dude. Okay. That doesn't fit a uh, kid's movie. It does. You're a Shaolin death squad dude, but I didn't say you had to go killing people. You're an inspiration for the children because they will see your strength. Strength. Mental as well as physical strength. Oh, that's good. Okay, that's good. I like that. All right. See? Yeah, yeah, Very good. Okay, all right. So, Jeff, what's been going on in Casa de la Fremid, man? Oh, really? I don't think so. Yeah, so now she has her own wheels, so we don't have to drive her back and forth. Uh-huh. She's older, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, what else? My old band that we always talk about mm -hmm. is getting back together again to play one show, one night only. One night only. New York. You're going to be there? Yep. Man, when is that? This year? Three weeks away. Are you serious? Are you ready? Uh, no. What do you have to do? What is your role? Singer. <sighs> brownie. Wow. Bro, you, you have three weeks? Yeah. I've been How, you, how have you been practicing? Because I have the old song, so I can sing along, trying to get the throat ready. I was going to say, man, you got to get that thing loose, brother. How many songs? Like, are what? What's the set look like? Are you bananas, bro? Are you gonna be able to make it through that? I'm, there is a big possibility I may drop dead after song number three. Well, I mean, I'm just talking about your voice. Are you, is your voice gonna be able to make it through 15 songs? Like the way I look at it, I'll scream. You just you just cleared your throat from talking for for five minutes. But you can't blow your voice out mid set. No, no. It, it'll be good. Oh, I cannot wait. I can't. Well, I can't wait for a few reasons, right? I really, really want to do well, obviously. But if you come back with a story like I lost my voice in five songs. So I'm like gimping out here, right? Yeah. This giant 
Yeah. Oh man! So, but yeah, I'm excited. You know, it's uh, like so. You're gonna be in it. Obviously, like you have to have a setup, like in a chair or on a stool or something. Like you can't be jumping around and rocking out, like doing all that yeah, stuff, man. Oh wow! So, you know, whether I go up there with like a cane or I have something just to lean on while I'm up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, at the time, we were renting a studio. We rented studio space. It was like 100 bucks a month for each of us. We would pitch in. And we weren't rehearsing that often. You know, we would go like a month without rehearsing or a couple of months or a few weeks. And at the time, my oldest was born. And, you know, money's tight. And we weren't rehearsing. I'm like, guys, I got to I gotta go. Yeah. Are you guys the only band playing? Yep. Man. So it's like special. That is that's awesome, brother. That is that is so good to hear, man. Cuz I know I know that you you guys had something set up uh a few months back and then obviously like you had uh your stuff that you were dealing with and whatnot. So yep. was this the same similar situation? That's great, man. Yeah. Man, you, brother, you better be practicing, man. Yeah. yeah. You, you better be practicing. My biggest thing, bro, is honestly, with all the stuff I'm going through with my foot and taking medications and just everything going on, I'm scared as shit that I'm not going to remember the lyrics, you know? Oh, yeah, like they just, because so, some of your brain's so fuzzy from all that stuff, so, right? And not that I'm sitting here drug binging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you do have a pill hanging out of your nose. <laughs> Give us a lyric. What the fuck is going on? Little kids carrying guns, shooting each other in the street. Victory is life, death defeat. So that was written about. So you're not going to sing the lyric. Give us a sample of how you're going to sing, Jeff. I'm dead serious, bro. He's as he takes a sip of water. You can't do this in between every lyric, bro. You understand that, right? 
Take you can take a sip between every lyric. Nah, maybe between songs, but not lyrics. Mid 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 song. Mid song. Mid song. Mid song. Pause for a second. Ah, okay. Ah. And the premise, give us the give us the premise behind the song. Premise of the song back when, not that it's changed much, was about these kids that are uh, pulled in to get into gangs at a young age, mm-hmm. and it's about them being given guns to go out and shoot people. And Who? How did you guys come up with the songs? Mm-hmm. Uh, wrote all the music. Right. And almost all the lyrics. Okay. So, like, I they were together, and I actually joined them. Okay. Uh, after they were together for a while. So did they have a lead singer? So are you, like, the second lead singer? At the time was singing. But at the time oh. when we met, uh-huh. they were, like, kids. Right. That's when you guys were doing doo wop on the corners. Jeff and the set, doo wop, doo, innocent killers, guns, doo wop, doo wop in their hands, doo wop, doo wop, let's get rid of these, doo wop, doo wop. And then it was like over time, you guys became more hardcore. <laughs> Right, right. So we went to go play our first show, and they wouldn't let them play because they weren't of age. Mm-hmm. So we packed up our stuff and we went somewhere else. Um, but yeah, so innocent killers. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, what? Outcast is the name. Ladies and gentlemen, huge, huge <laughs> round of applause. For tonight's special guest from Outcast, Jeff Fremid. <laughs> Man, <laughs> let me tell you something, folks. The transition that Jeff just made <laughs> from sweet, innocent Jeff to that like, first of all, it was like you channeled everything from the past oh, and like. Yeah. When I so people used to come up to me after the show, right? So uh-huh. Screaming like that for like over an hour, and like, come on, motherfuckers, get the fuck up. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. People would walk up and be like, dude, you were so fucking sick. It was a 
great show, blah, blah, blah. And they expect you to be like, thank you so much. Fucking bro. Uh, <laughs> you just turned into Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy that you enjoyed it. Uh-huh. And they just look at me like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I go. Uh-huh. But, so, funny story, once we were recording a demo, so we recorded a CD. Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you better be ready. Like you better be ready. Set up. There was something just stupid that she just was nagging me about. We got into like a big blowout fight. So I hung up the phone. I tossed my phone. One of those big old Nokia suckers. Yeah, yeah. I was like, for a second, I was like, wait, what? That in the beeper. Yeah. I just looked at the guy. I grabbed my nickel out of the out of the payphone. (laughs) So I just looked at the guys. I looked at the producer. I'm like, hit the fucking record button right now. Uh And I nailed it in one shot. Yeah. Yeah. I totally use that. Yeah. Man. Woo. Man, brother. I like I uh, I wish I I wish I could see that live. So it's funny because I was wondering, like we've spoken about the band a lot on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I was wondering, should I Facebook live part of it on the Beauty and the Beast mode Facebook page? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Do you, brother? Or just record parts of it and just upload it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the better way to do it. Yeah. People are like, he took 177 sips during. Listen to you pitching gigs, man. Wow. That's got to feel good. I was going to say, that's got to feel good, man. That's, 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 that's one of those things that's a momentum builder right there. That's a game changer, man, because the confidence that you can get from that uh, just, you know, inspires you to, to continue to do so many other things, you know. So uh, I'm looking forward to you doing that and you coming back and and. And and feeling that exuberance that 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 comes as a result of performing, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing you say next gig or voice over this, voice over that. Yeah. yeah. Definitely won't be next gig because there's a lot of 
happen yeah because it's a drama already it's like new edition or the beatles or somebody getting trying to get back together huh yeah Like we're all growing up, huh? Right. Yeah. So, Why <laughs> he must have had a he must have had a real bad nickname. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, and then another one is like, oh, don't word something like this, word like that, or oh, I don't like that picture that's on the flyer. Hey, everybody's. Yeah. Uh, this is this is like a VH1 show, right? Oh, yeah. It's like um, you hear about the bands that try to get back together and the conflicts and why they can't. This is what that sounds like, man. Yeah, you know, it's funny, dude. You should start making a documentary right now. It's funny that you said that because Cody the Caterer is hey. taking a road trip with me too. Really? Well, he should start documenting now. Like, he should start talking to you. I, I Like, listen. But I think something cool would be, like, start talking to you now. You have three weeks left to prep, right? You in preparation sessions. Uh, you in preparation H sessions. You in... <laughs> but, like, you kind of going through all of this. You know what I mean? Trying to get ready. Trying to remember the lyrics. Reaching out to the guys. Reading the emails back and forth. Like, oh, I don't want this. I don't want you guys to call me pinky in the pants anymore. Like, all that stuff. You know what I mean? So, and then, like, lead up to it and then see you guys crush it, you know what I mean, and see how you guys all come together at the end because, obviously, that's what's going to happen. That I think that would be, like, that would make, like, a good 30-minute YouTube video, man, you know? So, Cody Cater, if you're listening, which you're probably not because you're probably on the road doing your own thing, um, yeah, do that. Cody the Cater's band on Monday. Mm Mm-hmm. Yo, time out, bro. Why we keep plugging Cody Caterer? I love him, but this ain't Cody Caterer's podcast, dog. Listen, he's part of the Beauty and the Beast. He's part of the Beauty and Beast Mode family. I get it. So October fifteenth at Jack Rabbits in Jacksonville Beach, Florida. Jacksonville, Florida. Is Jacksonville Beach. Beach, Florida. Uh huh. Uh, his band Indivision is playing. So. Yeah, they've been grinding, man. Yep. Yeah, he he's he's been doing it, man. Good for them, bro. Okay, enough about Cody Caterer, cause this ain't his podcast. <laughs> he's probably like these motherfuckers. <laughs> no, he's probably like that motherfucker, cause you know. Anyways, anyways, Cody. Oh. No. Yeah, the lost episode. Uh, yeah. But yeah, dude. So that's uh, that's enough, right? Jesus, you asked me how my weeks. <laughs> Well, as you what was going on Casa de la Frembe. Yeah. 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 So. But that's good, man. That's exciting news to get to hear. Yep. So. And, and three uh, weeks away. Hey, no no cold feet, bro. Nope, nope. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. Uh-huh. Um, and then on the horizon is a voiceover gig. That's you got a voiceover gig? That's going to happen. Is it booked or...
they don't want you going out on social media or discussing the project that's in the works. So you just kind of shit the bed on that. So I can't say anything about it. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. It, it's okay. something that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but you can't give us any inside any scoop on. Okay. Correct. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Very well, man. Yeah. Very well. Well, it's good to hear that you got some gigs popping up, man. Yeah. So, honestly, that will be my first official voice over gig. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Excited, so. Good, man. Yeah. Good. So, That's about, it. Casa de la Martinez. Martinez. The 2018 people. We don't know how to pronounce Martinez. Um, got shows in Orlando this weekend. Uh, so the Boardwalk Bowl is the name of it. Uh, in Orlando, Florida. So that'll be Friday and Saturday. And then hoping to venture out to Georgia some more after that. Uh, you know, just trying to make stuff really crisp at this point. Uh, got some ideas that I threw back and forth with a couple of comedians. You know, we tried, we tried to record an album uh, on Valentine's Day and it, and you know, I don't mind putting it out there, but it just didn't come out the way that we did one session and it didn't come out the way that we wanted it to, um, audio wise. And it wasn't because. It was just because the room wasn't booked up, right? Okay. Uh, I know it sounds like an excuse, but it, you know, it didn't go the way we planned. Is all so. For live recording, bro, it has to be totally planned out and, and set up the right way. Yeah, yeah, we probably tried to move a little too fast and everything like that. Okay. So, um, you know, we're gonna switch it up a little bit. I got some different ideas on the things that I want to do. Uh, so, yeah, man. Other than that, just trying to stay crisp, man. So when you're doing Orlando this weekend, so like, what, like you, you're with other comedians or just you? How yeah, I'm a feature. I'm a feature. I'm a feature. Uh, now tell us how peeps. What's the difference? What is the difference between like a feature or you go on first or a headliner or? Well. Typically, you'll have a feature and a headliner, um, and the feature will do, you know, I mean, I guess depending on the show too, right? Typically, as a feature, I've done like 30 minutes. Um, I think there's been one time where I did, somebody let me do 40 minutes as a feature, and then the headliner will come on and do like an hour or whatever. Uh Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think out of respect, you know, you want to do your time and know your set and everything. Uh, so, you know, when it's time for you to get like, you, you usually have a close, your closing joke and whatnot. And, you know, that's, it's timed out. So it's not like, oh, I'm crushing. I did my closer and I'm going to keep going. It's like, you, you know, you finish. it's time to get off, you know? Um, but at least that's how it is around, how it's been around here. You know, you see shows in. New York and LA and those different shows and they have a you know a slew of comics come on and 
but they probably do anywhere from 15, 10 to 15 minutes. Um, and then maybe the last comic might do 20 minutes or something like that. But those are all, you know, you're talking about A-list comics. Right. So. Mm-hmm. When you were over in Chicago. Mm-hmm. But I remember when you came back and you were doing it and you're doing three minute sets. Mm-hmm. So how crazy is it that you go from like three minutes now doing you've done an hour before. Mm-hmm. So tell us like about the transition like going from that and what's the what's the mindset? I don't even remember. <laughs> Honestly, I think the priority. Well, well, I mean, so I guess like if I thought about like doing five to seven minutes right now, like in this state as a comedian versus doing five to seven minutes when I first started, um, like five to seven minutes when I first started was like three best jokes, like probably only like the only three jokes that made people laugh. Now, five to seven minutes is like, okay, out of all this stuff, what am I going to present as the five to seven minutes that I want to do now? You know what I mean? So, and or, and or okay, maybe I uh, want to work on something new, which obviously mics, are, mics, open mics are for and stuff, but five to seven minutes maybe. And you know me, I like to tell stories, man. Five to seven minutes maybe one story or two stories, you know? So, uh, and I don't listen, man. I don't know the rules, bro. <laughs> I, I don't, but what I'm saying is, like, I don't know the rules. Like, somebody might have heard me say, "You got a five to seven minute story," and they might be like, well, "What's your story?" Man, listen, bro. I I write for me, and it's funny, and it makes people laugh. You know, exactly. You know. I was re like it's like when advice comes to comedy and advice is like um, write a lot and don't take advice from anybody, <laughs> you know, because there, you I'm not saying you can't learn from people, but at the end of the day, it's on you. I'm not, and it's probably a dumb, a, a dumb thing to say. It probably really is. Like, don't take advice from anybody, and you know, write a lot and don't take advice from anybody. But obviously, there's more to it than that. And obviously, there are a lot of people that are really, really good at it. And if they give you some nuggets, some words of wisdom, like, don't take it for granted. You know. So I'm not like be be humble about stuff. You know, but also at the end of the day, like you have to be present your unique self and you can't be them. You're not writing their material and taking it on like, you know, so. So I, I try to I try to. I try not to take it too. Too literal. You know, when somebody's like, oh, try this or do that, you know, I'm just like, okay, that's what you think, right. you know? Right. 
So. I would almost think like take advice as far as the business. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not necessarily yeah. how to do your thing. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I would say that's pretty accurate. And I, I think one of the things for me is like, I feel like I started to think about it too much, you know? Like I got, I was at a point where super fun, it was super fun, engaging, and I did, I wasn't, I had nothing on my brain when I was getting on stage, like other than my material. Right. Like no, nothing that it could detract from the fact that I'm about to perform. Right. And lately with a probably besides one or two shows, like I feel like I've been thinking about too much before I get on stage to perform. So. What, what are, you, are you thinking about your material? Are you thinking about the show? Are you thinking about the audience? Or are you thinking about totally different stuff? I don't know, man. You know, it's probably all, all of that. I think, you know, obviously like, those things kind of feed into the show. Obviously, like before you get on, you're thinking about your material and okay, like you know, you've held, you you and I have gone over sets before. Before I've gone on stage and everything, so you're thinking about your material. You're thinking about like uh, the audience. You're thinking about lighting. You're thinking about where to stand, how to do all this, and that's what I'm saying. Before, I didn't think about that stuff. I was just like, it was go. Okay, let's go. And that's it. Just boom, grab the mic and start. And now it's like I feel like I've been thinking about like the actual way to do it too much as opposed to just doing it. So, which I think we're going to talk about a little bit today, you know. So, uh, yeah, bro. The last really good show that I had, I wasn't thinking about anything other than just the jokes, like what comes next, you know? That was a few, before the last episode in a place near Savannah, Georgia, Um, and it was like, I felt like it was one of the best shows I ever had, you know? So, I've, I just feel like I've, there's a lot. Like, it's weird. It's weird, man. I don't even know what I'm talking about, but it's just weird. Like, I just feel like my brain is overthinking. And so... I feel like it's presented some chinks in my armor, you know? So. Last day on earth. Oh. We have an episode. Yeah. 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 You know, it's just.
More than words. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I, I feel like I've been over, just overthinking too much. Uh, I feel like there's a, like I need to declutter some of the things in my brain to create space for my brain to breathe, if that makes sense, you know? I feel like it's been, I've been go, go, go for a long time. And like I think about it, like ever since I got out of the Marine Corps back in 2001, you know, I had a, I started working and then I got out of the Marine Corps to go to school. And when I was in school, I was waking up at three o'clock in the morning to get to UPS by 3.30 to work, to start work and then to go straight to school at nine and then finish all the school and then do all the after school stuff that I was doing for the program that I was in and do the same thing over and over. And then like from that, just starting to work with the teams and then moving to the university and, and uh, you know, working and going to school and uh, trying to do things to, you know, start my career. And, it's, it's, and then, uh, you know, obviously starting the profession that I'm in and uh, I just feel like it's been go, go, go for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's not where you just work out and have a job and come home. Mm-hmm. You work out like a lot. Mm-hmm. You have a full time job. You also do stuff with game on. Mm-hmm. You also do comedy stuff, mm-hmm. podcasts, mm-hmm. screenwriting that you're into. Mm-hmm. I mean, the list goes on. There's probably right, right. stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not a normal situation where it's just let me work my nine to five and then come home and maybe work on something a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So I think all of that, uh, and this is just a personal thing, right? I know, listen, I know people are grinding, hustling, all of that stuff, you know, and obviously I preached that for a long time, like, but, uh, and I, you know, I, I, we talked about like taking a braincation. And for me, I think I'm just at that point where I, I, I need to create space so that I can find space um, to allow my brain to grow in certain areas. And so there, there's a, a decluttering that needs to take place. And uh, hopefully that will allow me to strengthen those areas um, and then at some point pick it back up again, you know? So it's kind of a taking a step back so that I can take two steps forward kind of thing. Yeah, so, and I, and I think I'm an overthinker. Um, and I think that I put a lot of, and I've been told that I put a lot of pressure on myself and so I'm just trying to recognize that now and, um, you know, take a braincation. 
Uh, so that I can open up my mind some more to maybe realize some, what, I don't know if it's personal growth or whatever that is. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, I like that you said that. You know, the brain power thing I think is super important. You talk about uh, the body's need to recovery, and that includes the brain as well, right? right? And obviously, you know, I've, we've talked a lot about, you know, my desire to write more and stuff um, and, you know, wanting to create space for that. Um, and brain power for that, like you said. So, yeah, you and I have talked about, uh, you know, you carrying on Beauty and the Beast mode for a period of time until uh, so that I can create that space, you know, and obviously for me it's, a, it's just a pause. So, you know, I ask that, uh, you know, I would like to hear you do, you know, one or two episodes by yourself before it's, Cody Caterer t- takes my seat. <laughs> no disrespect to Cody Caterer, but hey, uh, you're just going to keep it warm for me, bro. <laughs> but yeah, for me, I think that's what, that's what I need to do, man. One, to see if I can actually realize a couple of things, you know? And two, to, I think, allow just my brain to breathe. You know, people... People go hard and go ham all the time, whatever you want to call it. But I think for me, it's just that point of recognition where it's like, okay, let's pause here and look across the things that you have going on and saying, where is your desire to be the greatest at right now? You know, and for me, that's the writing and that's uh, refining the comedy. And those are the two main things, you know? Because those are the two main things that fuel my creativity right now. And I need to see if, personally, like, if that's gonna be, those are gonna be the things, you know? So, and I just, man, I, I, I'm spent, man. Mm-hmm. We were talking earlier, like you look at some actors or actresses that, like I look at John Travolta, mm-hmm. right? 70s, 80s, right. into the 90s, mm-hmm. like the stuff. He's yeah. all over the place doing tons of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he just disappeared. Yeah. And then Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. was his first movie back. Right. Just going forward with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you don't want to do something half-hearted mm-hmm. or half-assed. Right. You know, you want to be great at whatever you do. Mm-hmm. I think it's like the 
Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to temporarily put these things to the side so I can solely work on this mm -hmm. and recruit yeah. my, my brain power and, and you know, and mm -hmm. focus on these things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I went like, I went to the dentist. Dentist told me I was grinding my teeth, and like, they were like you must be stressed. And I'm like, it's not necessarily something that I, I, that I, I mean, I guess I feel something because I'm talking talking about it now, right? Um, but I don't think it's something that's so like, you know, forward facing. It's probably more in, internal. Uh, and I'm. Man, I don't. I honestly don't even think it's subconscious because I've been thinking about it for a long time, you know. And you know, I think it's just the point of making the decision. And I'm. I guess it, I, at the end of the day, yeah, like it is. It's it's part of a health thing too, right? You know. So. And yo, kudos to anybody that. Uh, talks about the grind and the hustle and all this, this and that like without taking a braincation i'm sure they do it in their own way and you know the difference is you and i are talking about it right now right. and you know nobody I, mm -hmm. nobody can keep up a pace like that yeah without at some point stopping yeah nobody mm -hmm. so so, yeah, man, that's where I am, and I think it's important for us to talk about it. You know, today is uh, World Mental Health Day. Uh, we didn't plan it that way, um, but it just so happened that this is, <laughs> this is what we decided to talk about, and, and you and I had the sidebar conversations beforehand, and today just happens to be World Mental Health Day. So I think it's important for our listeners, you know, as you and I continue to try and put out uh, positivity out there into the world and uh, just – being open and transparent about stuff that, uh, you know, as hard as it is for me to, or for, as it was for me to come to that recognition and for me to even have the conversation with you about, Hey, want, like I need a breath, you know, um, we need to be able to, to do that. And we need to recognize those signs and those signs for me were grinding my teeth and my eye twitching like it has like it will only twitch when they said they were gonna send us overseas or whatever we didn't wind up going but like that period of time like those things were happening and those things are happening now I'm like why is this taking place and if I if I'm being honest with myself then it these are the things that are happening in my life right now so it these are the things that can that have have come together to create this stress ball and I got to start chipping away at that and pulling some of that out so you know as you listen to this I want you to just try and think about the things that you can put into place to help remediate some of that stuff or maybe help get ahead of it right so for me it's like I never thought about having to take a breather you know what I mean I never thought about having to try and stop I always wanted to be go 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 I gotta get it 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 um and that was just me versus me like there's nobody that I have to have to like there's nobody I have to impress there's nobody out there that's like you gotta get it now 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 it'll be there for me when it's gonna be there right so 
that those are the 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 things that I tell myself, and now I'm just telling myself a different story, and I still want to pursue all of these things, but I have to in order to be good or great at those things i I have to remove some other stuff I have to make the time I have to make the I think you said it best when you said brain power and you know, I feel like uh, because I put the pressure on myself, like that the position for me was always to keep going to get it because great things were happening and that would always continue to be the expectation. And now the way that I think about it is whose expectation there's no expectation there from anyone that I have to do or accomplish certain things like that's the pressure that I'm putting on myself yeah at the end of the day you know I only have myself to answer to so you know if you're out there um there aren't expectations that you have to li live up to. There's, there's nobody telling you that you have to accomplish certain things by a certain time. And uh, that's the reflection that I had. So... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I'm not even joking, but don't just ignore stuff like that. Right. You know, uh, health-wise, mentally, like for your own mental well-being, like that's a sign. Yeah. And I think it's super important that, you know, like yay saying this happened and this happened, and so I'm, I recognize that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, plus the fact is if you have so much on your plate, you're obviously not going to be able to, like, what's your passion, you know? Mm -hmm. Figure out that passion. Like, like yeah, he said, his comedy and his writing, he's super passionate about. And you know what? Put those other things to the side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I would also add that it, it, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily relate to, for me in my situation, it's related to a lot of those things, a lot of those bouncing balls that, you know, I'm trying to juggle around and figure out. But it doesn't necessarily have to relate to a passion. It's just the capacity of your brain to withhold all of these things that you're putting into it. You know, like, so if somebody's working full time and 
taking kids to school or working four jobs or doing whatever it is, um, you know, uh, those may be things that you have to do, but then you have to think about what are those added stressors that you can remove to help make space so that you're not um, getting to a point of burnout, you know? And for me, I... I don't necess- I don't think it's burnout. It probably is burnout, but I'm trying to uh keep the flame lit a little before it completely burns out, you know? So I mean kudos to you for recognizing that too and you're mm-hmm. you're realigning or reassigning priorities that you have in your life. Mm-hmm. Well and to your point, first and foremost is just my health and, and the priority of my san- my sanity, right? Yeah. You know, like I, I legit want to take a braincation and like turn a lot of things off, turn a lot of those knobs off in my brain that I've had on 10 for so long. I need to turn the dimmer down some and pump the brakes a little bit. And uh, a lot of that is self-inflicted. So... Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's a midlife crisis. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know, man. I, I just really, I really want to take a braincation, man. It's a. Uh, been a lot for a long time you know and honestly like it's a there's a little but a little piece of me that is a little disappointed you know it's because like it's like one of those things where like well why can't I keep going you know and yeah I mean I think it's to your point, it's the signs. Like, the dentist is like, yo, you're grinding your teeth. Are you stressing out? You got this eye twitch. Like, so it, it is. It, it probably is those signs, you know. So it does, it, and it does suck that I just can't continue to do all of the things. Like, physically, I just can't. You know, and my body's telling me that. So it is a little disappointing, man, because I've always, obviously, I mean, you've known me for the last decade or whatever. So you know, I've always um, prided myself on just go, 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 energy, 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 enthusiasm, 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 and I can tell even like my enthusiasm levels have changed, my energy levels have changed. And sometimes as much as I try to get up and get after it, like it's just been harder and harder. So, so yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna... 
step away from pause from the podcast for a bit and obviously probably a lot of other things that um have attributed to me feeling this way so i just focus on one or two things uh, let that feed my brain i will give my give my 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 brain just space overall so like disconnect for a while just and uh just a day or two of rest doesn't do it yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, when earlier, when you said that you're overthinking stuff, so it's, uh, um, so some people can say it's a good thing, some can say it's a bad thing. So, what can you go into, like, Well, not to get into a <laughs> not to get into a deep session, but just feeling like the expectations for me to produce a certain level of whatever it was, whatever it is at the time, is supposed to be you know, high, right? That's my own expectation that I feel others might have as well when they don't have them, right? They probably have, they probably don't even care. You know what I mean? But in my mind, I'm like, these people really care and expect me to be this way when it comes to this lane or when it comes to this project or when it comes to this story or when it comes to this, whatever that is. And that's just me overanalyzing and overthinking. And, and I, th I think just like that overstimulation repetitively again and again and again and again about every story, about every project, about every outcome, about every, everything that, uh, I produce is the overthinking and you know I just think whatever part of the brain that that sits in is getting consumed with that and it's not positive it's negative right so it's not like it's fueling it it's decaying it. And, you know, that's the type of shit that causes cancer. You know what I mean? Like, legit. So, I think that's what I, that's at least how I feel. And, you know me, I don't particularly like to put all my business out there like that, you know? So it doesn't, whereas before, 
right? When I would be overthinking or having all these things going on, I was, there was excitement, there was joy, there was enthusiasm, there was energy. It was like, yeah, keep going. It was growing, it was growing, it was growing, it was growing, it was growing. And it grew so big and it grew so big. And then expectations started coming, expectations started coming, expectations started coming. And it was more than just the expectations I, was, I had for myself. It was the expectations I thought others were having of me that I was putting on top of my own expectations. And that's what started to kind of drill and drill and drill. And that's, that's the overthinking. That's walking into the room and thinking that everybody's voices in their heads are like expectations, expectations, expectations flying toward me. When that's not the case. Right? But that's how I feel. So now is the recognition part. And, you know, there may be others that feel the same way they, from family members, from close friends that feel that those expectations are on them. Like, I do feel that. I've unfairly like placed my family into that category, right? And it's not fair to them that I know they don't have expectations of me. Like they're just happy to see me be doing things, right? So It's just that uh, that's where overthinking comes in. So, Mm-hmm. You're saying, you know, that you bring your family in and thinking that, you know, at times, you know, I have to do this or so much better mm-hmm. because they expect me to do better. Mm-hmm. How do you get yourself out of that mindset? Because you said that you are unfairly bringing them in and thinking that. Mm-hmm. Not until now. <laughs> right? Not until now. I think this is part of that. And um, it's a, I, I think it's a, a maturation process as well. So I, I legit haven't tried to understand that part or recognize that part until now. Like having this conversation with you right now. Like talking to you about it the other day and just being like, bro, like I, I, I know that I need to step back for a bit, right? Like not until right now. Legit, bro. Like this is, this is like no bullshit. Like just got to sit 
something is telling me to do this now. And that, like, I don't, so I don't, I, that's the only way I know how to answer your question, man. Like I said, man, it's disappointing, you know, and uh, I'm still like probably overanalyzing it right now, thinking that folks are like, I, you know, weakness, cracks, whatever, can't hang, all of that stuff, but at the end of the day, man, you know, hopefully I'll be able to look at this moment and be like, that was the defining moment that helped me attain the success, whatever it is that I have years from now. See, to me, though, it's the total opposite of weakness. Mm -hmm. the right. <laughs> to the, also to the people out there, we didn't mean to turn this into a Delilah episode. <laughs> Delilah. No, but for the people listening, too, I'm sure that you're gonna that there are people out there that are gonna relate. Mm. And hopefully, you know, that's what I love about what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. Very vulnerable about ourselves and putting stuff out there that you know, if somebody could relate, you know, think about the people that you could be helping. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Don't say F them now. You've been you you started out with the the I asked you to sing lyrics from your song and you started singing the first lyrics with curse words. With the F bomb literally the F bombs. Yeah. Oh man. Well, you know, with that, Big Jeff, um I appreciate you letting well, I appreciate you um understanding uh where I am and understanding the concept of a braincation and, and, uh, you know, riding the wave with me. And, uh, again, it's, it's a, 
I love you too, man. It's a it's a pause for me. Um, and I, you know, nobody knows how long the pause is. Um, but uh, no need to put a, a time frame or a date on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe when we come back, we'll have some. Or at least maybe when I come back, we'll have some editing software and stuff. But <laughs> um, so, yeah, man. All I know is just thinking about this, doing one of these on my own, I need to talk a little fast. <laughs> People are like, is he done? Oh, no, wait, he's starting up again. Is he starting up again? Wait, is he done? Nope, nope, it's starting up again. Yeah. But. So, yeah, man, I think that. Uh, what's the takeaway for you? Yeah, takeaway for me is uh, I don't think it necessarily has to do with anything that we discussed today. For me, I think it's more of um, valuing friendship and
knowing that people care, that friends care, and that friends understand, and that friends want to help see you through those moments. Um, you know, I think about uh, you, Big Jeff, and the passion that you have for this podcast and knowing how much you want to do this and how you're always like, hey, let's, let's do an episode when we're going to record. And, you know, we've been on a, on a great clip and able to put out a lot of uh, meaningful content to everyone so for you to be able to uh, understand where I'm coming from uh, it means a lot and I truly value your friendship and you understanding uh, where I am So. You know, I said to you the other day, it wasn't, because it's funny, because the private conversations that Yeye and I have, you know, sometimes I'm a psychotic when it's like, let's record, let's record, let's record, mm -hmm. let's record. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're going to say. I did, you did mm -hmm. Where do you want to record on Wednesday? <laughs> do you want to do one last one before your break? <laughs> no, but yeah. it's, you know, it wasn't mm. even a thought. It was absolutely, mm -hmm. you know? And I truly love you, brother, with all my heart. Mm -hmm. Suck. <laughs> but, you know, I, and I just, just for everybody listening, know that you have, even if it's just one person, you have a friend like that that just wants to see you be well, do good, and mm -hmm. truly just cares about you, where there are no motives for them, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I appreciate that, man. So, Jeff, we uh, we about to wrap this bad boy up, man. We 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 about to wrap this bad boy up. About to wrap this bad boy up. Courtesy of Team Grasshopper, brought to you by uh, 
fellow comedian that I met who's a really great dude. His name is Theo Vaughn. And he has a podcast as well. And obviously he's way more popular of a comedian than I am. But, <laughs> yeah, for now, right? Um, but, you know, one day he said, uh, he's a very positive cat. Um, and one of the things that he said one day was, uh, put on your I can do this jacket. And for me, uh, what that means is um, for a lot of years, that jacket uh, consisted of me wanting to do more and and all of those things that you know we talked about earlier and now the jacket takes on a different connotation and it's more of the put on your i can do this jacket and <laughs> slow down you know and allow yourself the moment to slow down and so as it relates to the beast mode moment, I want everybody to know that, uh, you know, you can hang up one jacket and put a different one on and wear that jacket and wear it well. Wear it with pride. Rock the shit out of that jacket. And um, just stay in that jacket for a while. Stay in that jacket for a season, you know? And uh, allow it to bring you comfort. Allow it to to keep you warm. Um, and uh, yeah, wear it well. Your beast mode moment. Nice. Courtesy of Theo Vaughn with a twist. Team Grasshopper twist. <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to that point in the podcast where my brother, oh, lead singer of Outcast, lead singer of Outcast, uh, and I'm, I can't. It's 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 just weird that you know, for as long as we've been doing the podcast, I'm like Big Jeff used to sing in the band, and it's in his blood, and they won all these competitions, and blood, and it's in it. You know, it's what he does, and. And now here we are uh, getting ready to take a pause and you're going to get it ready to prep for the band getting back together as we do uh, uh, a Jeff's joint here. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's, yeah. it's pretty, uh, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Not, it's not majestic, even though I want It's not nostalgic either. That's not the word, Jeff. Ironic? I don't want to say ironic. I don't feel like ironic is the word. Uh, it just seems like it's pretty spot on, right? That it would happen this way. So whatever the, whatever that word is that defines those words. Um, but this is it. Jeff takes everything that we've talked about today, which was so uplifting. <laughs> and he doesn't come prepared with a song, but because he is such a uh savant when it comes uh 
to music and and different musical genres and and hearing the words in the podcast and being able to relate those to songs and meaningful songs um we have come up with a segment that we call jeff's joint and jeff finds a song that ties this entire podcast episode into a beautiful package and i typically talk for about three minutes while jeff prepares the song and explain that this is what jeff's joint is <laughs> while he gets his shit together um so ladies and gentlemen i think that he's ready now and what a better and i don't want to say send off but what a better way to take a pause than to know that jeff's going to play with his band reunited for their last show and that's in quotes uh for their last show um as we get ready to send you guys off here today uh, i'm super excited and i can't wait to hear about um when he does his episode when he comes back from his show i can't wait to hear about how he talks about it ladies and gentlemen yeah he's gonna be typing <laughs> ladies and gentlemen without further ado jeff's joint Jeff, tell us about it. That was Kenny Loggins, Celebrate Me Home. And uh, I chose that. Because you know I love it. <laughs> Fitting Jeff's joints that we've 
Because <laughs> I love it. But, I mean, and I always say, just listen to the lyrics. But, mm-hmm. I mean, to me, the lyrics really reach out and speak to what we've spoken about today. So. Hmm. Love you, brother. Man. Well, ladies and gentlemen. That was Jeff's joint. That song's my shit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Jeff, man, I appreciate you, brother, and I appreciate your friendship. And until uh, we come back, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, of Beauty and the Beast Mode Podcast. This is J.J. Martinez. This is Big Jeff. Till next time, peace.